0: what's up everybody welcome to kind of funny games daily for Thursday July 13th 2023 I'm one of your host Greg Miller alongside Forbes 30 under 30 aka the second best baby blues in San Francisco
1: aka the engaged one at Tim Gettys let's mostly see that uh, blessing got verified on uh, Instagram and threads and then he said
0: right he didn't pay for it which I don't think. Okay. Okay, Bless. I believe you. I'm sure
1: this is. <laughs> I hope he's paying some rent.
2: Randomly <laughs>
0: out of the blue. They just got it verified. You know,
1: years after you won 30 under 30. I okay, yeah. It. Okay. Just happened. Yeah. All right, Bless. I'm sure. Next didn't pay you know, for it, okay. He's going to get the contacts. He'll be the number one best baby blues. So he'll beat me <gasps> in everything.
0: He'll pay for that too. Every single day. You know I mean? He will. And that's he'll the same thing too. Like, what's really insulting is Andy on Twitter. Andy Cortez, parentheses, didn't pay for it. <laughs> okay, Andy. Yeah. Sure you didn't. Sure you didn't, Andy. Sure, Elon was watching your Twitch stream was like, give this guy one a free guy. Give me, just give it to him. Okay, Andy. <laughs> They're lying to you. Greg Miller is the only one you can trust, ladies and gentlemen. And I just did kind of funny out there as well. You think your parents have your best interest at heart? They're just worried about who's going to take over all the shit in their house when they die. Trust me.
2: Patreon.com slash kind of funny. Trust me.
1: My favorite thing is Greg made the face that I've never seen. <laughs> I feel like it's an evolution of your SpongeBob thing that you always do. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It was so. a little what I'm in my head, what I'm doing is a little Toby Maguire Spider-Man 3. Oh, okay. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm doing that look over so there. Yeah. We got the face going. Barrett on the ball starts zooming in on you. And I saw you make eye contact with the camera. And I saw the Greg Miller mental gymnastics going on of like, what do I do here? So you just did the face again, but then you did it as a reset. And then the evil kicked in.
0: (laughs) There's something, you know, magical about having a great partner obviously you and i have been together for so long we got it down i feel me and blessing have a great Mm -hmm. thing going Mm -hmm. obviously me and janet have a great thing going the unspoken partnership really is barrett courtney back it absolutely we're like you know once we started doing the i i the pc rants and he started Mm -hmm. i was like oh this come out you're like oh the slow zoom was so good now like we know we know when we're engaging in a bit and it's unspoken i can't see him but i just know he knows he reads the signs and we're off the races great
1: job barrett courtney hell yes hell yes how are you? I'm great. Yeah? Really, really, really great. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I, I want to bring this up, tweet up, okay? Barrett, you ready for that? You prepared? Ben Star, Clive from Final Fantasy Six. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Uh, today, he tweeted out um, that he's preparing for the co- the cosplay that everyone's been clamoring for. Sure. Right? Torgle from Final Fantasy 16. Lest we forget. Um, and he's putting together a little mood board for this. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. All right. That's crushing right <laughs> Like, Love it. I'm real into this. Real into this. I feel like he could Jesus. pull it off. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Until you can watch the video often, but this is the time. Fuck <laughs> God. So there, there's something, something here for sure. So I replied to him and I was like, We we need to make this happen. Yeah. And um he replies if we can go down further in the thread here. Um he was like only if you go is Clive. Yes. I don't think I could pull off the Clive, like at all. Sure. Um but I dead. do feel like I could pull off a busted Sid. And okay. Andy Cortez could be Clive. So yeah, on the yeah, right, yeah. Uh, go, go back to the other picture. On the right, Sid. Yeah. I feel like I could pull off a busted Yeah, no, 100%. Sid, right? Part my hair a different way, do the whole thing. It'll be, actually, no, same way. Um, I'm already fucking there. Uh, Sid, or um, Clive. Andy could do it. Yeah, right? 100%. But Andy was born for Barnabas. Oh, I thought that was Clive still. This one's Barnabas. Gotcha. It's just a slight thing of the hair. Okay. And he has a little more facial hair. Okay. It's perfect. When I saw him in the game, I'm like, oh man. Andy Cortez, baby. Um, and then if you keep going through the thread, Barrett.
0: Yeah, he closed these opening back up. Yeah. Again, I have the unspoken box. Barrett, I know what he's up
1: for. Jesse Cox comes in. He wants to be Uncle Byron. Sure. And Gerard uh, wants to be the GOAT, aka Goots. All right. Sure. We got the squad. (laughs) Like this is we're we're auditioning for a Jill out there. Sure. I know a lot of people would want Kevin the milk mommy himself. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but if anybody has a better answer, please let us know. Um, but I'm really excited about this, this future that we have together.
0: I'm excited football. about the future as well, Tim, mm-hmm. but I'm out of coffee. So I'm going to invite the one, the only Snowbike Mike out here. It's rare, ladies and gentlemen, that Snowbike Mike talks to me period in the morning. But then what happened this morning when we walked in was he's like, yo, can I come on the show and talk about an indie game? I played last I night. I never do. Mike hates never. indies. I, I don't know if I, you know this. <laughs>
2: You know, Mike is doing. just... <laughs> no, no. I'm gonna, Why are you tapping me up for games? We love games. Here, I'm filling my coffee. You sit down. You fill fill up that coffee. I'm going to turn top off. Oh, I'm still
0: listening. I'm going to have questions when I come
2: back. So here's the deal, Tim mm-hmm. Gaines. I got an awesome indie game alert that I got to share with the audience out there. It is rare that an indie title grabs me. Mm. And of course, just a couple weeks ago, it's funny I say that, Dave the Diver grabbed me and never let go. I am lost in the deeps. And I still encourage you to play Dave the Diver. But Tim... I got a different game for you that has stolen my heart and is releasing in just a couple of days. Small business owner, entrepreneur. Some people say that about you, Uh but now they say that about me because I have opened up my own sticker business and sticky business. (laughs) Sticky business is a sticker shop management sim where you get to open and run your own sticker shop Online, you'll package all of your stickers. You'll sell them on a cute online store that you can customize. You'll print them, you'll label them, you'll send them off. But you get to fully customize the stickers however you want them. And Tim, I got lost in the creative sauce. I love this for, for you. hours making these stickers. And if you watched my stream last night, you could see there was a moment where it went from. Entertainment stream to Mike is not talking and only staring at the stick, trying me. to make it perfect. You got lost. You're sticking T- it up. This game freaking in. rocks. I love this game. It is crazy that I'm saying this because as Greg Miller said, I hate indies and I'm a triple A slut. But man, That's a joke. oh man, You love.
0: So many indies. Don't say that. That's I a joke. I love this game.
2: And so I need everybody to go check out Sticky Business. Wish list it. Only on PC right now. Yeah, on Steam. And I'll tell you what, this game rocks. Hell yeah. Did Dude, you play it on Steam Deck? Rocks. No, I didn't play it on Steam Deck. Uh, my Steam Deck's lost right now currently. Oh, it's somewhere in the maze. <laughs> I'll find it eventually. Maybe it's with the Roger's
1: hammer. Just a you know?
2: solid paperweight. But I'm telling you, Greg, you know, I really like these business, business management sims. Yeah. Sometimes did you do a Bear and Breakfast too... yet? No, I never did that one. Do Bear and Breakfast. I want to do Blooming Casino Business, where Ooh, you run your okay. own casino with the cute animals. But sure. sometimes the business sims go a little too high. Right, where you gotta you gotta do every little detail, and you're like, no, I don't want all the nooks and crannies. Sometimes they're a little bit soft. This one's on the softer side of like. Okay. There's not much of the sim that you need to worry about, like pricing out the stickers or anything like that. They'll price it all for you. You simply just get lost in creating the get sticker, the and sauce. then have fun, just packaging them What's your them business up. called? Um, the Sticky Icky Sticker Shop. That <laughs> yeah, is. Should have known but I had I so much fun. It reminded me of the time when I got lost in Mortuary <laughs> Assistant, where it was supposed to be a scary game. Yeah. But I found just a love for sewing up that cadaver, lo- oh taking God. out its insides, and then just throwing you showed, it in you the inferno. It first and then you took out the <laughs> insides <laughs> That was a great time. So thank you so much. That is your awesome indie game alert with Snowbike Mike. It's a rarity, but I needed y'all to know. Do more of Dave the like Diver, it. sticky business. Please check him out. Hell Goodbye. yeah,
0: dude. Every go wishlist, sticky business. Not a sponsor. That's just a, he got into a preview, and he played it, and he enjoyed it. Go out there. Remember, of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever see an indie that even piques your interest a little bit, you're like, oh, that's it. Go wishlist the game on Steam. And you might say, Greg, I hate Steam just like you. I hate PC gaming. I totally get that. The wishlist help. And then, you go, of course, the success then helps them get better deals so they can
1: bring it to PlayStation. They can bring it to Xbox. They can bring it wherever you want. Wishlist. Greg, a couple days ago, yeah, Gio was like... Gio. Uh, can I play Pokemon Snap on my computer? And I was like, holy shit, we have a problem. And the reason was uh, her phone screen broke yeah. and like, it, it just wouldn't turn on. It ended up fixing itself and it's totally fine. But there was a day, 24 hours, that she did not have a phone and she started freaking out. Of course. I'm like, what's going on? Like, we're all together. Everything's fine. You can use my phone. She's like, my Marvel Snap, I can't get behind, I can't let you beat me. Gotcha. <laughs> and I was like, You were playing in, in a, a competition that I'm not in, but I appreciate it and I'll support it. She's like, Is there any other way I could play? Can I play on a computer? And I was like, Yes. I was like, she's like, How do I do it? Can I just go to like a, a website? I'm like,
0: You said you... Pokemon Snap to start with. She was oh, trying to get I Marvel buck. Snap on. Yeah, 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 that makes no yeah, sense. Sorry, my
1: bad. Marvel Snap. I was like, Marvel Yeah, we Snap. have a
0: problem. You can't play, Pokemon yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, my bad, my bad.
1: Uh, I got Pokemon Go on the brain, Greg. I hear uh, you. Marvel Snap, and um, I spent Way longer than I should have explaining Steam to her. And I was just I had this moment where I, I had your face in my head. Laugh, you know what I mean? Just like the wheeze laugh. You're here. freaking the off. Of it. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you know,
0: as I've said before, and PlayStation knows, I deserve to test the project Q. I deserve to be the first hands-on of it. I forgot to send that video to PlayStation, but I will. Last night's a great example of it. You know, Jen's getting ready for bed. I'm about to go downstairs play some games. She's like I just want you near me tonight. Can you come and play games in bed? And I'm like, of course I can, babe. I went down and got the steam deck, came back upstairs, powered up the steam deck, hit the power button again, held the power button, tapped the power button. I guess this motherfucker wasn't actually charging on its stand downstairs. Tossed it to the fucking side because it's a stupid PC that never works. Put on my backbone controller, remote playing on my
3: phone. And did you at least start charging your steam deck?
0: I was already upstairs. I'm not gonna go back. I, I I got two backbones in the house. I got one at the bedside table. So like, I'm already comfy. I'm already in position at that point.
1: Ugh, I, I hate this for you and it, it's funny you bring this up because I have a question that's been rattling in my brain that I know even putting out there into the world I'm gonna get a lot of conflicting information because I've researched this and I haven't been able to find real answers I've heard everything that uh, both sides of this story Greg yeah of course you have can you leave things plugged into USB C at all times or is that going to damage the device? Oh, is that going to drain the battery? Right. And I started thinking about it. I'm like, your Switch is docked all the time. Yeah, I right? thought we were done with that. I thought that's, that was an old... Uh, that's
0: like when I had a GBA and I was worried about that shit. But like, I mean, they you not way
1: that. more recent than that even. Like, there's a ton of, of the lithium batteries and all this stuff, right? I want to know, when Project Q, for some reason I thought it was Project Queef, comes out. Project right? Queef. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when it comes out, can I just have it always plugged in at my bedside table? In the drawer. just Mm. I want to drill a hole through the wall so no one sees a fucking wire. Okay. But it's always charging just so for those random times that I need it. Uh Because Lord knows I'm not going to be doing that shit every night. Yeah. But when the time calls, I need it to be ready. Sure. It's that bad. Somebody tweeted me. At Tim Getty. Well, again, if
0: I get to be the first hands-on with Project Q, I'll have inside Mm. access to do that. I'm going to try to dig out that video and send it to him.
3: I will say, Tim, with my experience for the Steam Deck, at least because I see people in chat saying depends on the device itself. With the Steam Deck, I do most of the time leave it just plugged in for a while. I was like unplugging it every once in a while, and then I did end up where, uh, where with Greg's situation where I tried to turn it on and it was like super depleted battery and stuff. Um, and I have not seen any like uh, alteration in battery life. Also, yeah, but that's also depending on like which game I'm playing. But like for a nor- like if I'm sitting down to do a like my millionth run of Neon White, I'm not seeing the battery deplete any faster than it normally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. would.
1: yeah, so. I'm looking for not anecdotal science. I'm looking for the fucking science. I want science. a scientist. I want Doctor McBattery to come in here science and explain battery shit. All right. Yeah. Because like, here's maybe the we thing. should
3: have Kevin study this. Can we take him off? You know his regular duties for the next like four months, and have him on assignment testing every USB-C device that has a battery. <laughs> I
1: feel like it'd be a worthy endeavor for us all.
0: <laughs> Hold on, sorry, we're emailing PlayStation. What are you we know. emailing them? We're the link to my Twitter where I said, "Dear PlayStation, let me try that project." You, you know, I want in the way of the video from yesterday yeah. where I yelled at
1: them. Yeah. Can you also then put P.S. Tim wants to know if he leaves his thing in all the time, but. Every once in a while wants to use it. Here's it what I'm going to say. Okay. Here's
0: what I'm going to say. I'm going to say no to that because mm-hmm. you. I've found with anybody, mm-hmm. any email. Call You to send action. too many things. Exactly. So we're, this is a simple one. Two people on the PlayStation hardware team, subject line, Project Q,
1: body of the email, no words needed. It's hyperlinked to the video. I like that. Send. Keeps them guessing. They're going to want to know what it is no matter what. You know what, Greg? We have a kind of funny games. I know we're going long on all the bullshit, but that's what we do here. All right?
0: Listen, you can get your news from anywhere. We've talked about this before. You know what I mean? I, I, Is I Rebecca get, Valentine singing a song in the middle of the sh- her news stories? No. No. We are.
1: She's just not. We're singing out here, all right? Also, she's. We have a Slack channel on uh, here for Kind of Funny Games Daily News. That anybody, If you see a news story, just put it in just so it yeah. like helps prep the show. Um, anytime I see Twitter.com slash PlayStation or slash Nintendo pop up yeah. like before I even see it, I get so fucking excited. I'm like, what could this be? Sure. You know? Yeah. And then today there was one, and it was just like, it wasn't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even remember what it was. Are you
0: fucking dunking on the accessibility controller?
1: No, was it that?
0: Are you being an ableist right now? I, that's not Is what that it what was. Is that what you're doing? Listen, no. ladies and it gentlemen. It wasn't that. I'll let the court it public that. opinion speak for itself. No. I'm just a small town
1: PlayStation lawyer. No, no, no. It was some other shit. <laughs> some other boring ass thing for PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. But um anyways. Oh, you know what? It was that. I'm so stupid. I didn't even like click through it. I just saw this exciting announcement from Comic-Con, and I got distracted by that. My exciting announcement! Your exciting announcement! We'll get to that in a second, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about the fact that the FTC ain't done with
0: Xbox yet. PlayStation's live service investment is bigger than what we thought, and Gex lives. We'll have all this and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show for free at kindoffunny.com/kfgd. You can write in with your questions, comments, concerns about the day's news, and of course, you can write up with your squad up requests where you try to play games with fellow kind of funny fans if you are a fellow kind of funny fan you should be watching us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games and youtube.com slash kind of funny games over there of course you can watch us record the show and you have a special job it's called you're wrong if we screw something up you go to kind of slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching on Patreon.com slash YouTube.com slash games, Podcast services around the globe. Now, I threw Patreon in there, and you might have thought, he's not going to talk anymore about that. Lies. Not Chance Jack patreon.com slash kind of funny is what keeps the lights and mics on of course you have to go there to support us (laughs) patreon.com slash kind of funny you can get each and every episode of kind of funny games daily ad free you can get a bevy of bonus content including just hundreds of episodes of kind of feudy uh gregway is the new kind of feudy up by the way it probably is right i i don't don't know the release schedule we've been
1: running with those yeah the the, the cadence is normally
0: patreon.com slash kind of funny I'm opening it right now. It's loading. That's not us. That's not Patreon. I got Steve Saylor man. text
1: me saying I'm being ableist today. Great. I knew he would. <laughs> Honestly,
0: Steve Saylor, obviously the homie, oh, yeah. friend of the show. Oh. Always great for us. Yeah. 21 t- hours. <laughs> name a thing. 21 hours ago. Name a Thanksgiving food. Kind of feudy went up. It is fantastic. It is such a good time. And yes. Steve is my favorite with that because he'll do, he pulls it on everybody now. He started, I think, with me on mm-hmm. a show where I said something like, Are you being ableist right now, Greg? is like oh I'm not ending the show. And I've seen him do it to other people now. And a lot of people, a lot of people are afraid to lean into the heel role. the oh, bad yeah. guy a role like yeah. you know I mean? Miller? Greg Let's Miller see. ain't. Greg Miller ain't. Don't worry. <laughs> <sighs> anyways i digress uh patreon.com slash kind of funny all the exclusives yadda, 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 yadda. uh of course get the shows ad free and you don't have any of that stuff and you support us and we're independent and that's great and then you can watch us record the podcast live as we record them like ps i love you xoxo which we are recording this afternoon uh epic game crowd crowd use kind of funny when you're checking out of the epic game store or playing fortnite rocket league or whatever on your console some housekeeping for you ladies and gentlemen I'm going to Comic-Con. I've been teasing it for a while. I have two different panels. Uh, the first one has been announced. I'm hosting the GenVid Entertainment Slate Reveal, uh, Silent Hill Ascension, and Special Guests from DC and Gearbox Comic-Con Panel. It is a wordy title. Mm-hmm. I, You know, I. it's a wordy title, but when you see Special Guests DC and Gearbox on there, you say, why would they be there? Yeah. What are they doing? Good question. Huh. Huh. It's happening Friday, July 21st, in Room 6BCF at 11:30 a.m. Pacific. Be there, or be square to see me do some stuff. I have another panel, as I've said before, at Comic Con. And let me tell you, whew, not a great. It is one of those exciting panels. You get ex- you get booked on the panel. You know I'm on. Oh yeah. You're like, this is awesome. That's the cast. That's great. Oh. And then every actor goes no. on strike, and you're like, what is this panel going to turn into now? I've had some conversations. Something's still happening. I'll join you. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see what it is in the end. Who knows? Uh, There's a new Kind of Funny X cast up right now with Rebecca Valentine from IGN.com talking about the Xbox FTC trial. Does Uh, she sing? Find out. She doesn't. She's a coward.
1: You know what I mean? Voice of an angel. Oh yeah, totally. You want to share it with us?
0: I'll tell you what. Rebecca and Imran came over and hung out with us over the weekend. They came out and met us at a playground, and then they came over for food, and we we had a, we had a, just a, a delightful time. And they got to hang out with Benny right, and they haven't seen Benny since he was like a grub, you know, not not the horrible kind like Jeff grub, but like yes. you know, just a little baby that didn't move or do anything, just a little football of flesh. So he was running around playing. They brought him a little plastic bin of trucks, little plastic trucks. Mm he he still has this one that he will not let go of it's Ooh. still like and that was over the weekend today to a thursday that's a good run of a toy for him <laughs> uh there's also a brand new screencast up right now about mm. marvel's secret invasion eric voss once again joins tim getty to talk to you about episode four yeah yeah, yeah. you still positive we're still having fun you know hitting some rough spots okay. in the show but okay. you know
1: i, I still got faith i, I think they, they could still stick the landing um but yeah.
0: How many more episodes Two do more. we have? Two more, and then it's Six time total. for MCU in review to come back. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna get out there. I'm gonna re- review this thing and put That's it on. That'll be great. I right, can't wait. Uh, over on Patreon as well. Remember your Oxen Free 2 spoiler cast is live. So if you beat Oxen Free this weekend, maybe this weekend, go over to patreon.com slash kinda funny and you can catch me and Janet talking for twenty minutes about the endings. Thank you to our Patreon producer, Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Bird Dogs, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news! Five items on the Roper Report!
3: A baker's dozen!
0: <laughs> you might have thought, oh man, they were BSing around out there for a long time. They probably didn't have any news. No, oh, we had plenty of news to talk about. Oh, yeah, we're just, just having a good we're day. We're clowns! <laughs> Number one on the Roper Report, Microsoft is disappointed <laughs> as the FTC officially files appeal on mm. the Activision Blizzard ruling. That's right! It's not done yet, ladies and gentlemen. The national nightmare continues. As Ryan McCaffrey said, your tax dollars at work. Greg, when you Should we expand the Supreme Court? Should we make sure we protect everyone who's a minority in this country? Should we do something about the guns? No, let's double down on Activision Blizzard and Microsoft. That's where everybody's fucking goddamn it. What do you got for me?
1: Uh, uh the picture you posted about the like the the war being over the people reunited. Oh my god, it dude, it made me laugh out loud.
0: Thank you so much. I I so uh, I'll get to the epilogue to that is I almost quote tweeted it and put out a tweet and I had to delete it because like <laughs> so if you missed it, when this, uh, I was on, brushing my teeth when the news broke that, hey, it's all over. So I did the uh, the famous World War II thing of the sailor and the nurse kissing in the street and put it out there, quote tweeting it. Because everybody's like, it's over. It's Xbox is one. I just did that. Clearly as a goof. And the amount of people who—is this really something to celebrate? Then the people getting into the history of the photo to try—I'm like, oh my god, guys! Serious? Oh my god, guys! And so the quote I did of—I I put this—I put this clearly, this goof tweet up, and so many people took it seriously that I think Kansas might have gotten the internet. But it was like, this is too. Great. Now we're three degrees yeah, into no. Greg jokes, where it's like, this isn't going to do. And I was like, I was oh. like, this is one of my funniest goofs of all time. And it's like, oh, my God. addiction yeah. really a good thing. And I'm like, it's the fucking internet. You follow wow. me to hear me talk about toys and maybe see a photo of my dog. Calm down. What no are you talking anymore. about? No goofing anymore, Greg. Jesus Christ. I've started to think. I'm like, I'm going to delete some apps. Yeah, I'm gonna delete some apps. But delete some apps. Reddit no longer fun for me. Why do yeah. I? Why do I gotta stop checking it? Delete the, the app. Get out of there. I, I'm so sad about it. Number one, sorry, still here. We're Andy Robinson at VGC is talking about this. The U.S. Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, has confirmed it will appeal a court's decision to allow Microsoft to proceed with its 70 billion dollar acquisition of Activision Blizzard. As much as we've talked about this fucking story, it cracks me up. How many people just jump between like. 68.7 billion dollars I 69 billion yeah. 70. like yeah. i like how it's just like eh, what, what do i want to call it <laughs> today i'm rounded up a bunch today uh on tuesday judge jacqueline scott corley of the united states district court of the northern district of california denied the ftc's motion for a preliminary injunction had it been granted, the injunction would have blocked the sixty-nine billion dollars oh, now we're losing money in the article from Andy, the sixty-nine billion dollar deal from being completed until the US regulators in-house court had a chance to rule on whether the merger hurt competition in the games industry. Wednesday's appeal from the FTC means it now has a chance to convince the appeals court the ruling was incorrect. However, a restraining order expiring on Friday, july fourteenth, means that barring an extension from the appeals court, Microsoft will be able to push through and close the deal this weekend. Quote, the district court's ruling makes crystal clear that this acquisition is good for both competition and consumers. Brad Smith, Microsoft's president, and as I always point out, not the famous Mizzou quarterback, said in a statement to The Verge. Quote, we're disappointed that the FTC is continuing to pursue what has become a demonstrably weak case, and we will oppose further efforts to delay the ability to move forward, end quote. The UK's competition watchdog uh, was ha- yeah, competition watchdog has paused legal proceedings with Microsoft and Activision Blizzard with a view to reaching an agreement over the games company's proposed merger. After the deal was cleared in the United States. Pending the outcome of the possible appeal by the FTC, the ruling revolves one, I'm sorry the, ru- the ruling removes one of the last major obstacles preventing the deal from being completed. The European Commission approved
1: Microsoft's acquisition. So I was listening to much smarter people talk about this. Us? Uh, smarter than us? I know. It's the, the guy who it's just said
0: not to trust anybody? I don't know.
1: And the, my understanding, uh, my takeaways from what they were saying is that this is an inevitable end to this because the FTC is going to always fight this stuff because they want to make other big companies scared to try to do major acquisitions in the future. Sure. And that's kind of like the biggest reason they're doing this, which is an ass backwards way of handling all this stuff. But it sounds Part of like the dance. it's actually the Brand. best case scenario for the future of all this as we can look down the pipeline and see this is not the end of all this. So the more difficult this giant one, the biggest one in history, they keep calling it. Yeah. Uh, is the less likely it will be for other people to be like, you know what? It's worth doing this whole very public uh, song and dance sure. uh, and just being berated in the streets um, and having your emails exposed and all that stuff. Like th- it's the fear of the reality of if you're course. trying to acquire these things. So th- that's just the other side of this, of why this is quote unquote a good thing in this fucking dystopian universe that we live in.
0: There's a lot of rumors that's why IGN hasn't bought us. It's exactly. They look at all this red tape. They're like, you know, Pear doesn't want his emails. They don't want bow. the emails out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're going to get so much trouble for this episode from, like, everyone. Ooh. I don't know. No,
0: here's the thing. If you just
1: swing on everybody, yeah. if
0: everybody's catching strays, mm-hmm. it does, then nobody's mad. Yo, Lucy James, you suck. See, now it's wow. like everybody's what? having fun. You know I mean? <laughs> Everyone's having fun. Whoever we talk to in a while that we want to start shit with out of the blue. You know what I mean? Hey, Mers, where the fuck you at? You know what I mean? We're calling out rappers (laughs) now. We're having a great time over (laughs) here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Yeah, one of the things I didn't put in the Roper Report because I knew it would just be a a side to throw in here. I also saw that they're getting ready to delist Activision Blizzard from the NASDAQ or whatever, the stock exchange. uh, Because, of course, once you're Mm. acquired here, it's all done, whatever. So it's happening. It's over. It's done. Diablo 4 not going to be on game. You know, it
1: is interesting, and again, I, I, I almost don't even want to bring this up because I know I'm not the guy to talk about it, and I don't think you are either, Greg. Come on, what but could go wrong? It's interesting that so the American side seems to be going through, but the European side still like, nah. How does that work for a global company like Xbox? Well, like, the, I, the
3: EU is uh, y- yes on the, the whole deal. It's the UK specifically. Sorry, UK. Yeah, the CMA.
0: Yeah. And again, they've they've stood down now. You know what I mean? Because I don't know if you know this i don't america mm-hmm. oh, fuck number one country in the world all right so you want to talk about the uk over there they're just posturing they don't even know they don't even know what's fucking happening over there king charles like, is just Kansas. like i don't know stop them. and then it's like well the the, the the colonies let it go through your honor and he's like Ooh, okay let it go you know we'll make an agreement over some fucking tea <laughs> like 13 people that live there too you think they care about the xbox over there they're getting out, they're minding the gap. They're in the tube. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're eating fish and chips. Yeah. Some crushed up peas. Now, I will compliment you, UK. I fucking love drinking outside the pub. That's cool. That's fucking really cool. I want to go back to London, not do anything
1: but drink. You know what I mean? Just hang out outside. America. Coming to London. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to move on to story number two. <laughs>
0: I do, but well, give me a second. Just to, <laughs> me a
1: let second. me a second. Just to revel in what this show has become I today. Know. It was one of those. No.
0: Like, every day this week, I've I I have said I should tweet out the Deadpool maximum effort thing because every one of my days, I actually not yesterday, but every other day has been stacked with content. And today, like literally, like last night, I looked at. I'm like, huh? Four shows, five shows, five shows today. If you count the post show, if you count the post show, really. Two PS, I love yous. This one and uh, remember blank.
1: Oh, we should figure that. And out. And
0: so I was like, huh. And so I, I, last night, you know, Jen was watching her Grace Anatomy. So rather than remote play, why well, I should get a Project Q PlayStation. I pulled the other show run, runs the shows earlier or whatever. And so I was like, I get to come in kind of and just perform today. Like the 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 work. Mm. And I was like, I, there's an energy I knew I would have. Yeah. Did I think I'd be swinging on a whole country? No. Continent. I mean, Don't even get me started because it's like you know. Who's in the UK anymore? I don't, I don't, you, are we the ones that talk about it? They can't even decide. Because yeah. this has come up before. Even before they like left the EU, I made some comment once because that's what they fucking said on TV when they were broadcasting the thing. And oh, they're not i I'm like, I don't know, man. You know, help me out. Yeah. And this is why, again, who cares? You know what I mean?
3: Anyway, if you want an <laughs> actual read on the whole CMA UK thing, you can check out the <laughs> kind of funny X cast where Rebecca Valentine talks. About she's it.
0: very smart and she's definitely followed up and knows everything. You but. Know what I mean? Won't sing for you. <laughs> it's a great point. It's a great point. She, that, that was her chance to prove me wrong yesterday on the X-Cast. Bust into a song, Rebecca. But you didn't, did you? Because you're a coward.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm officiating her wedding.
4: <laughs> Number two on the Roper Report.
0: Number two on the Roper Report. Sony is investing $2.1 billion in gaming R&D, focusing on... Live service! This is Grant Taylor-Hill at Insider Gaming. In a report published by Nikkei, uh, it was revealed that Sony intends to pour financial resources into gaming research and development to the tune of around $2.13 billion. Poor
1: is a quote. Just the word poor. Yeah. Well, I,
0: you know, that's how that. Nikkei said it. Uh, that re- that's reportedly an investment uh, that's being made before the end of the fiscal year 2024, and it'll account for a whopping 40% of Sony's entire R&D spending. Not only that, but Sony Group has also expressed a desire to pivot towards a model that focuses much more succinctly on live service titles, with Nikkei's article uh, referencing the fact that Sony itself has yet to make a splash in live service games. That was also in quotes. For years, PlayStation's bread and butter has been in remarkable single-player experiences, which have dominated markets globally but don't typically have much staying power, unless sequels are released, of course. That's partly why in 2022, Sony stepped up and bought out Bungie for over $3.7 billion, recognizing that the minds that brought the world Destiny could offer something unique to its ever-growing market of live-service games. According to the report published by Nikkei.com, Sony plans to allocate a staggering 60% of all PlayStation 5 development spending to live-service games exclusively for the year ending March 2026. Uh, it was also stated that there's a grand goal in place to have no fewer than 12 live service games in the PlayStation portfolio within that same timeline. Furthermore, it was explained that Sony Group has, has also, ha- also has plans to break into the metaverse in a much more meaningful way, exploring avenues made up of extended reality and making use of studios around the world to drive research and development into that space. So... It's a bit of new news, a bit of old news, right? It's the $2.1 billion is the news here because, of course, we already knew about the fact that, hey, we want to have these 12 games. Yeah. Hey, 60% by March 2024 six, right, of uh, yeah, their uh, PlayStation 5 development spending was going to go there. That's stuff we've talked about and led to an amazing Blessing Show, of course. If you don't watch the Blessing Show, it's one of our few things that isn't a podcast. Please go to YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games, search the Blessing Show, and see him talk all about live services in an amazing uh, video essay.
1: So you're right in that there's uh, very little new news here, but I do think that there's been a lot of pontificating on our part of, of what this could all mean, and things are starting to get a little bit more uh, concrete, or at least like uh, people that know what the hell they're talking about on the inside are revealing sure. some more information. So like something here of like Sony plans to allocate a staggering 60 percent of all PlayStation Five development spending to live service games. Um, that to me isn't it doesn't feel like news because we we kind of assumed that would be the case. But the more we hear about it, the more I am extremely bummed out about this because I think a picture is not even starting to be painted. It is well into being painted that not only are there going to be a a ton of these live service games coming from the PlayStation front, it's going to affect their other games. Like, I, I think that that to me is the thing that is starting to become glaringly true and not something that, any PlayStation fan I know is excited about. Sure. If these, this investment was new money, new resources, new things, that's awesome. But 60%, just the sheer numbers of that all, to me, that says that the 2 point whatever billion, that's not going to make up the difference for the people that are going to be taken off of the games that we are expecting and why we love PlayStation so for the last two generations.
0: let's red team it a bit and devil's advocate a bit, Right you're saying it's going to lead to not getting the single player experiences or taking people off for a little bit of a change there, right? So far with what we've seen, right? We haven't seen that. We are seeing fair games from Haven, a new studio that isn't there. We are seeing marathon from Bungie who we just acquired. And even before that was just making destiny. Right? So we aren't seeing, and I know mm-hmm. naughty dog is in this conversation and last of Us factions two or whatever you want to call it is happening, not happening, whatever. There was this whole casting leak. Is it, is it part three or is it for mm-hmm. factions? But They were already excitedly making that before there was all this talk of this thing. I don't know if this means that it's going to be, hey, Sucker Punch is here and Ghost is an online thing. Obviously, they found success with Legends, which I think leads to a different product. My hope here would be the influx of investment here. And again, this is just two sides of the same coin, positive, Mm -hmm. negative, right? If you're putting $2.1 billion into this, it's a lot of focus on live service. 60% of your development costs are live service games already. I don't worry so much about single player being left behind because it seems like there is an infusion of cash happening here that wasn't there before. So you can say, but only 40% of it is going into this. Sure, but if we took away the new studios that we're adding that are making multiplayer thing, what would that number look like then? As you expanded it out, right? Are they are they are they taking money away from their single uh, player studios and single player projects to do this, or are they adding more to the pile that's then offsetting it that way? And then you know, yesterday we had the whole conversation about there are sixteen Horizon projects in the works, which aren't sixteen games, but mm-hmm. there was then the conversation of obviously there's going to be a Horizon Three single player. Here's aloy's story. Let's finish the fight. Then of course there's this co-op Monster Hunter game, which sounds awesome. We would fall into the live service category. Then there's this rumor of the NCSoft Horizon MMO that's going off over there, which I don't think affects Gorilla's output at all. And I think that's a I think that is honestly with the Horizon IP, your best case scenario for what this could look like. Of you're yeah. you're still for getting yeah. for your a, PlayStation fans and faithful who have been here, who would love to go back to PSX who would love to fucking try the Project Q if there was any justice in this world.
1: Hey, what you want is still there. You are still getting it, but we are expanding these worlds and doing
0: these projects and doing
1: this stuff. So admittedly, I am coming at this from a very negative perspective, but it's not like it's coming from nowhere. It's coming from two places, a very positive love of what Sony has given us the last 10 years at this point, uh, and a kind of, at best, hesitation for live service games and things like this because Let's look at Rocksteady, let's look at Crystal Dynamics. Like I think that the, they are perfect examples of what I'm talking about being a I think likely future for these PlayStation studios. I don't think it is a sure thing. I'm just saying like when you look at what's happened in the last decade on the PlayStation side, on the live service side, on the major big IP side, there's been trends and there're trends that aren't going the directions we like. And I think there's one big thing that can shut me the fuck up and I'll slap myself again, Greg Miller another PlayStation showcase show me that these other games are actually coming then I'll shut the fuck up right now we don't know that we don't know what's happening we know that Naughty Dog's working on one of these and it's not going well from all accounts but they're working we're still working on our single-player IP exactly exactly so there is still that happening but there's also something happening that no, no matter how you shake it is not going to plan right yeah factions whatever it was yeah the delays the way they've talked about it doesn't make it sound like it's going perfectly. Video game development's hard. Everything. This is a new strategy. I I understand it. I'd rather them take the time to get it right. But then you look at Spider-Man 2. That's coming. We, I can't Wolverine. wait. Perfect. And yeah, we have Wolverine. But then at, besides that, there are still so many question marks of what's next. And hey, that's okay. Questions are fine. But... At some point, when we're talking about this over and over and over, it's like, all right, I need to see that other stuff, or else I don't necessarily believe what you're saying about the 40% of, like, and to be cr- like.
0: And to be clear, like, uh, the Blessing Show nailed it.
1: The, if you didn't watch it, you should go watch it. If
0: you didn't, excuse me, listen to us on PS, I love you, break it down, and me, Janet, and bless, talk about it. Like, I am in the more negative camp. I think this has been a bad rollout in terms of information, in terms of, and I know, oh, how can it be, how can you be against it if it hasn't even started yet? I'm like, well, it started when we started hearing about it and you aren't making it exciting. You ain't making it cool. And hopefully I'm wrong and it all, blah, blah, blah. I think there's the one thing I fall back on is this live services are tough and, as we say, every, I say every time, right, the road to 2023 is littered with the corpses of the games that have tried this and failed, whether it be Knockout City, whether it be, uh, I, I, wanna, I say Knockout City and I picture Rumbleverse, and I'm like, well, I like Knockout City as well. Knockout City, Rumbleverse, mm-hmm. the list goes on, right? Multiverses, even though that'll apparently be back eventually. Like, they're all there, and I don't, I can't imagine inside of PlayStation when they launched this initiative and they started talking about that They saw that and thought we won't be that, saw didn't see that and didn't understand that this is a bubble and it's very hard. Like there's smart people who work at PlayStation. There's smart people that work at everywhere. This is me being a Sony pony. There's smart people in video game development. And when you're at PlayStation and you are the b- biggest console right now, right? You are the one who is, ki- well, i switch, but you know what I mean. You're, you're killing it in terms of the AAA, single player, this is what we do, and this is what the brand is. And PlayStation as a brand is killing it, right? Like, it's just mm-hmm. on another level right now. PS5 is being sold, you know, the way it's penetrated the market, yada, yada, yada. I don't think you sit there and go, we should chase this flash in the pan. We should do, I, I have to imagine they're sitting there going, again, pour the money into it, Keep doing what we do at the other studios. I saw somebody go by in the chat a long time ago now and say, Gorilla is working on the co-op Monster Hunter game. It's clearly taking resources away. From uh, yeah, Yes, but your studios have to be allowed to make what they want to make. And I think everybody's talked about how great it is to hunt monsters and how cool it would be to hunt monsters in, in, in Horizon with friends. So I'd rather see them do that then try to put co-op into Aloy's story, and you have two Aloys, and you have the, th- yeah, we do like a Peace Walker thing where it's like, I look like Big Boss, but you look like Big Boss, and you're like, we don't oh. need that kind of shit. I have to imagine you're putting all this in there, and yes, you're doing, you're bringing in Haven, you're bringing in Bungie, you're bringing in Hell Divers, you're br- you're putting in these live service games that aren't made from your big studios because you hope one of them hits, you hope it finds a market, you hope you're giving people a reason to continue to turn on their PlayStation every night to keep the momentum going for when you
1: drop a big uh, single-player game. Yeah, I get it. And again, I in a perfect world, live service games are awesome. And yeah. in theory, they are awesome. Yeah, they just need cool, to, to deliver and to, again, find a way to monetize the way that they're being made to do, but then also have the audience like that and feel like they're getting something worth what they're paying. That's the dream. But... I feel like there's been so few examples of that working. And on top of that, I think the bigger thing, you, you brought something up that I think is really key and important here. Right. And a lot of what I'm saying here is very anecdotal. But, hey, I'm looking for other anecdotes from people from the other perspective. I want people working on games that want to work on those games. Yep. Like, we, we, like, if we can sit here and be like, I don't want this, I don't want this, I don't want this. If people are like, I don't want to make the thing you're asking for, that's one thing. However, I have heard from multiple people that I know from working on games in different ways, whether it was people from Crystal on Avengers or oh, people sure. on Rocksteady on uh, Suicide Squad. They're like, this is not the Suicide Squad game I want to... The, the DC game I want to be working on. Sure. Like, this is a mandate. Same thing with Avengers. This is not the Avengers game I want to be working on. It's a job. It's whatever. Like, I get there's so many politics and layers there. I can't imagine... That there's going to be a lot of people at, at the PlayStation studios that are like, this is the game that I want to work on for games we don't even know about yet. I'm talking about the from the from the big uh, teams, um, the, the Naughty Dogs and, and Insomniacs and uh, Sucker Punches and them, that I imagine will start putting out these live service and games. And see, that for 12. me,
0: you're, you're talking about another PlayStation Showcase, right, for the player. For me, it's just looking down the line of what are these live service games. That'll be the test for me. I do believe people at Naughty Dog wanted to make Factions too. And it's, they got in the weeds and it didn't go well. I do believe a gorilla. There's people who want to make a co op horizon, and that's the thing. Mm. I do believe if inevitably we get Ghost 2 and there's a multiplayer component or a standalone section, I think because, of course, they spun up Legends on their own, they did want to do that. It's
1: more the is Sony Ben
0: getting saddled with some weird multiplayer exactly. online?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. It's like if they want to work, and again, we, we were glowing yesterday talking about this horizon co op thing, because that sounds like something they wanted to do. Yeah. there's just something about this live service thing that it's just money, money, money. It's not actual, what does that mean for the game? I just, I I don't think that there are people that are like, live service is what I want to do unless they want to see the numbers go up and the monetization excites them. I understand that. Like there's definitely, that that is a thing. And I I don't like that that's even a bad thing necessarily but i do think that there has to be that level of wanting it to be a quality experience and not just about maximizing money but about maximizing the balance between getting the money for doing something cool and being creative uh, i know we're going like super long on this but it's Keep i just fucking shows about i it. just hope <laughs> i just hope that i hope they're doing this right being saddled with uh, talented teams that we love ip that we love being saddled with stuff that they don't want to do—that at the end of the day, we are unlikely to love. Like that, I agree, 100% I feel like that's that. the most likely out- outcome for all of this, and that's very pessimistic. And I don't want to be that way, but it's just I can't shake the feeling that that's where we're at. We will have to wait and
0: see, and I, that is the thing where it's like my hope is it is not that because I've heard not about live service games, but I've obviously covered PlayStation my entire career. So you want to talk about PlayStation Move? You want to talk about 3D? You want to talk about every gimmick PlayStation's done? I have heard stories of coming to studios, showing the tech, the studios going, no, and PlayStation going, okay. Like, I I mean, don't get wrong. And I, obviously I'm talking about first party studios, right? So this is runs the gamut. The smaller first party studios might not have as much, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But like, we'll have to wait and see on that. All I know is that right now on the PlayStation blog, they've released the June, June's top 20 top downloads for 2023. Number one, Diablo four live service. Number two, Final Fantasy. Number three, Street Fighter VI, live service. Number four, Grand Theft Auto Five, live service. Number five, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, live service. Number six, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Insomniac, day single player. Number seven, NBA 2K23, live service. Number eight, FIFA 23, live service. Number nine, MLB The Show, 23, live service. And number 10, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Fuck yeah. But Fuck yeah. right there, right? What are we talking about? That's five plus two. That's seven. Seven games out of the top 10 most downloaded are, hey, come back, come back again. Come back, Mm -hmm. come back. Come on and play something. Come on, there's DLC. There's this thing, blah, blah. And right there, still Chewy goes, Street Fighter is a live service? Yes. Again, Mm -hmm. to my point from the top of this. We are not talking about everything's a Fortnite, everything's an MMO, everything's a whatever. We are talking about games that are getting you to come back because there's challenges, there's a thing, you're playing live, you're playing online against other people, there's a thing to earn, there's an event, there's a whatever. And I'm talking a bit out of my ass on that in terms of, I don't know, everything that's going on in Street Fighter 6, but I know there's online, I imagine they're giving you reasons to come back and do this. Like That is what live service means now. Live service does not mean Avengers, it does not mean Fortnite, it does But it's not exclusive to that. Mm -hmm. And that is what PlayStation, I think, is trying to figure out And what these investments are. They want you to turn on your PlayStation and play their games. Not not the games they have on their system. PlayStation games. First party games. They want you to play and invest. I don't even know if they care about the money as much. Your fucking time. So that they are your dominant platform. This is where you play your game. This is where everything is. I digress, ladies and gentlemen get fired up talking about PlayStation. i get it man and i got two episodes of ps i love you xo to xo to recorded today you only catch one because of embargoes but you can catch it on patreon.com slash kind of funny as we record it this afternoon that's right over on patreon.com slash kind of funny you can get each and every episode of kind of funny games daily ad free you can watch us record the podcast a day before they go anywhere else and ad free and of course you can get a bevy of bonus content but i digress right now you're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny so here's a word from our sponsors So smooth.
1: This episode is brought to you by bird dogs. Bird dogs make you look good. Bird dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton bird dogs use anti-stink sweat waking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long i've been going down to the heat of los angeles with gia a lot recently and i've been loving the breeze thanks to my bird dogs they got oxford shorts khaki shorts bathing suits and much much more my favorites are the art farts knockers and it's not just because of the name it's because of the blue but hey the name doesn't hurt at all. Art fart Knocker. come on. Go to birddogs.com slash kind of funny or enter code kind of funny for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash kind of funny or use the promo code kind of funny for a free Yeti style Tumblr. Birddogs.com slash kind of funny. Promo code kind of funny. Number three. On the Roper Report, PlayStation's Access
0: Controller for PS5 launches globally on December 6th. We're reading from the PlayStation blog, and Barrett's going to show you a video. Today, I'm thrilled to announce that the Access Controller for PlayStation 5 will be available globally on December 6th, with pre-orders kicking off on Friday, July 21st. Available for a suggested retail price of $89.99, the Access controller lets you customize your layout with different button and stick caps in various shapes and designs, operate the controller from any 360-degree orientation, and connect third-party accessibility accessories using its four industry-standard 3.5mm expansion ports. On your PlayStation 5 console, there are many settings for the access controller that you can configure to meet your needs. You can map buttons to create up to 30 control profiles, adjust stick settings, toggle commands on and off, or disable buttons altogether to stop accidental pressing. You can even pair up to two access controllers and one DualSense wireless controller uh, and use them collaboratively. Cool. Starting uh, Friday, July 21st at 10 a.m. local time, players in the U.S., U.K., France, Germany, Belgium, Luxembourg, Netherlands, Italy, Spain, Austria, and Portugal will be able to pre-order the access controller directly through PlayStation's direct.playstation.com as well as from select retailers. Pre-orders will be available through select retailers in the global markets on the same day. The access controller will launch globally on December 6th
1: super cool man i i feel like any question i would have as somebody that's not super in tune with this stuff they've answered here. like the customization being able to use multiple things together the industry standard um jack other uh, peripherals that you can attach to it yeah, like yeah. that kind of seems like the the right way to, to do all this and i again love that playstation and microsoft have been pushing this stuff forward so much and making it not just like an afterthought but like part of their overall ecosystem and, and the the not just the hardware but the software that working together. Um super awesome and ninety dollars like you know that's expensive but when you think that a dual sense is seventy, it's like that's
0: but it's cheaper than the Xbox accessibility controller. And I'm not uh one to be here and tell you the bells and whistles and why that blah blah. blah. But I was I thought when they announced it and they showed it, I was like, oh this is gonna be at, on par with that and granted i think it's what twenty dollars cheaper i should actually look into this but i remember it being
1: the xbox accessibility controller being regardless more. i feel like the pricing is not uh prohibitive like, I, I feel like that's in line with what that type of hardware 99.99 oh, right, right like, now
0: so me. 10 bucks less Am i, I yeah. thought it was more maybe they came down to price or maybe i'm just wrong it's awesome to see i remember when they announced this and it was one of those like oh that's rad when are we gonna see that is that gonna come to market yada 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 i'm happy it's here i think it's a great move i want people to be able to play games no matter what did what we you
1: see that at the same time Project Q was announced?
0: Wasn't that during the show? I don't think oh, so? Early no. Early. no. No, that's not Where right. Where was this? No, no, you're wrong about that. You're very, very wrong. Because they,
1: they, they, they were talking about hardware a little bit in that section, right? And then they showed off the Project Q and one other thing I, I remember, but maybe I'm wrong. You are um, wrong. Either way. Anyway, kindoffunny.com, cool.
0: tell him he's wrong, because I'm right. And that's what we need to know. And only trust me and all that jazz, like I said before.
1: I digress.
3: Uh, we saw the accessibility controller uh, originally named Project Leonardo uh, back in January.
1: CES, probably. Yeah. C- can you look into this, Barrett? What the PlayStation Showcase, was it just the Project Q that they talked about for hardware?
3: Uh, yeah. No,
1: it was, it. it was Project Q
0: something. and it was earbuds. Earbuds, yes. thank you. Ah, Mr. Thank Mr. You. PlayStation! Thank you. <laughs> Number four on the rope Report, <laughs> Bungie wins lawsuit against the shitty Destiny player. This is Darren over at GameSpot. In a major court victory, developer Bungie has won almost $500,000 in damages against a Destiny 2 player who harassed one of its community managers. This was preceded by defendant James Comer, uh, Comer uh, being incensed over fan art by a black community member uh, being given the spotlight. Cummer uh, then sent racist and abusive calls to the manager and his wife, and in an effort to intimidate them, arranged for an unsolicited pizza order to be delivered to their home. Quote, the choice to highlight work by a fan of color incensed Cummer, and on or about uh, June second, twenty twenty-two, Cummer uh, started his campaign of racist, uh, stoter, Stoteristic Sto- stoch- stochastic, stochastic terrorism against uh, the do's or does I guess and Bungie. The court document reads, Comer uh, spent hours that day carpet bombing the Does uh, uh, with racist texts and voice messages. Not satisfied, he decided to show the Does that he knew where they lived and could assault them there. Cummer used an anonymous uh, number to place a cash-on-delivery order with Domino's Pizza for a virtually ined- inedible odoriferous pizza. End quote. The Washington State Court ruled in Bungie's favor, and Cummer is now So it was expected- just
1: a Domino's Pizza.
0: Ow! I I fucking love Domino's. Let's talk about our new sponsor, (laughs) Domino's Pizza. The Washington State Court ruled in Bungie's favor, and Comer is now expected to pay over four hundred eighty-nine thousand dollars in damages. This includes expenses related to the case, uh, Bungie's efforts to protect its employees with security measures for the couple, and the fees from Bungie's legal team for prosecuting him. Uh, This victory is also an important one for companies in general, as it sets new legal precedent that will allow for greater protective measures to be taken victors victims of cyber stalking
1: the definition of fuck around and find out fuck around and find out damn dude that's wild but the most important thing here is that last sentence you just read that this is going to set a new legal precedent right like once these things have happened then it's like cool this has happened before this is how it can be treated so hopefully this is the beginning of uh people being a little more scared to be assholes like this but. Yeah,
0: you. Ho- I would hope that's begun for a while, right? It's, you know, like swatting and the blast back to that and yada, yada, yada. But yeah, people need to be told, like, fuck off, right? And bad behavior won't be accepted. And like, oh, it's a joke. It's a joke. You no, know, no, 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 no. Like, this isn't funny. These are real people making video games. Calm the fuck down.
1: Yeah. Let, or not oh, and also, don't games. be a
0: stupid-ass fucking racist.
1: Yeah, 100%. Number 100%. five good on the logic. Roper Report.
0: More good shit. Limited Run Games announced a bunch of crazy shit yesterday, including... Gex! I'm reading all of these from their uh, Twitter profile while uh, uh, Barrett shows some tweets and images. It's tail time. Gex is back. Gex returns through the science of the carbon engine in Gex Trilogy. We'll have more details uh, to share in the future. A little, uh, little gecko emoji. Hashtag limited run game three here. Cause he's did, like, back
3: they... and he's fucking again. Xbox. fucks. Is it? I don't Gex remember Fox.
0: that. Well, Gex Jr. exists. So. Oh, great point. Maybe, but maybe it's one of those things where you cut off Gex's tail, and then it, he grew a new tail, and the tail grew a new
1: Gex. Yeah, Greg's bring a lot of really Groot, good Groots
0: points. Uh, Tomba is back as well. Uh, limited Run said, Our favorite pink-haired high-jumping Jungle Boy returns alongside creator Tukuru uh, Fujiwara to bring uh, the beloved platformer Tomba to modern consoles via the Carbon Engine, and with a new soundtrack by the legendary At Sound Fujita. Uh, more info about the physical and digital releases to come. People were stoked about this. It's not just PlayStation. It's coming to Switch and everything else, too, I think. That's cool. Maybe. You know, people like Tomba. <laughs> and then final, even though there's way more going on, so go check out Limited Run's uh, Twitter account, Jurassic Park. Hold on to your butts. Limited Run and the Carbon Engine are reanimating some of our favorite retro games in the Jurassic Park Classic Games Collection. Digital and Digital and physical releases, collector's edition, and exclusive merch to come later this year. This one got me excited. It was a, you know, a a legendary day when mom and dad drug me to service merchandise in the mall to get clothes. I I don't think they wore, wore for me, but to get clothes, to get whatever. And they had a video game thing over there. I went over there and I was eyeing Jurassic Park on Genesis.
1: And they got it for me. Hell, yeah. And I went home. I love I those was, random uh, moments. I was
0: Alan, you know, going down the raft on this line and having a good time.
1: Limited Run crushed it yesterday, Greg. Yeah. The, the showcase was awesome. The amount of announcements they made, I mean, the ones you just named were really cool. Something that I got really excited about. They're releasing all the Ninja Turtle game soundtracks on vinyl and, like, giving them the full treatment, the beautiful cover art and all that stuff. And I'm like, I just love that they exist and that they are uh, putting this much effort into just... Cool shit for, like, very specific nerds like me. You know what I mean? I feel heard. I feel seen. Um, Things like Gex coming back, Greg. I love that this is happening. In a world that we have just spent the last week talking about uh, video game preservation and their history and all that stuff, I love that Limited Run is continuing to go back and try to preserve games and, and update games and, like, you know, have them be playable in great ways. They keep talking about this carbon engine I'm sure I could Google it and figure it out. I have no idea what. The I hell think game again,
0: is. Th- what they did yesterday is I didn't watch the entire thing. my read on it was they did limited run e- games three e3. They-, they made an e3 reference right. So I think they were kind of doing the devolver thing, and so I think their carbon engine is kind of like their decima engine. I think they're like making a joke about yeah. that. Like that's how they're bringing all these. They
1: didn't games back. nail everything there, Greg. They didn't nail everything there. Hey, but that's they a joke for you nail, watching. You know they what They I mean? did nail the presentation of Gex coming back because it had the GoldenEye-esque music playing. They set it up looking like it was GoldenEye, and then it was our boy. Gex. Gex, the funny. secret agent gecko, really baby. I'll. I need to talk about Gex, Greg. I would All love right? you to talk about because you 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 look at this guy, you look at this face, and you're like, this guy must love Gex. Simchetti this man, this love. guy loves Gex, and he and fucks Gex fucks hundred percent. And let me tell you, Greg, I fucking love Gex. Where I love you? Gex so much. Why? Because it was the '90s, man. There was nothing cooler than geckos. I remember uh, going to Mervin's. I don't even know if you know, guys know what Mervin's is. It's essentially the the poor people's Macy's, Got and uh, yeah. they had some brand. I don't even know what the fuck it was called. I think it might have just been called Gecko. And there was just geckos on it. And I was obsessed with geckos. because Geckos are cool, man. And then all of a sudden, you put shades on a gecko? Oh, come on now. Come, come on now. On, peak dude. 90s right there. So peak 90s. You look at them video game magazines and Gex is doing all sorts of horrible things with all sorts of, like, people. You know what I'm talking about? And as a little kid, I'm like, there's nothing cooler than this goddamn gecko. And I never owned the games. But... Um, my, my friend's older sister did. I'd go, uh, I didn't have a PlayStation until uh, mm. till way later. So I would play the game at their house. And even then, I knew this game sucked. This game was bad. Like, I, I love Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot, good. Okay. I understand some people might not love all of them. They have some problems here or there. Compare the two. All right. One, there's a quality. One, it's Gex. But.
3: Gex had the vibes. It least. had
1: the vibes, man. Yes. Some of them. Off a little bit, you know, not great vibes. Not great vibes, Greg. I don't know how uh, well some of the things in this game. Of course, many of the things in this game are going to age. If I'm being honest with you, um, but I'm happy that this exists. I'm happy it's coming back. Um, I will definitely spend a weekend playing this, and by weekend I mean about two hours. But I can't wait for those two hours, Greg. It's going to be fun. Um, Gex coming back is great. Limited run bringing it back, I think, is super awesome. Giving it this much love is cool. But I'm just happy that we've gotten so many of the actual good things. Uh, from our childhood back in great ways, the Resident Evil 2 remakes, sure. you King know, Pro Skater and all that stuff, that we're also down to to clown and have some fun, because even bad games deserve some love.
3: And speaking on that even a little bit more, Zelda CDI games... Never beloved, but you know, came out with a lot of great memes, and uh, also at limited run games yesterday, a game called Arzette, uh, I believe, was announced that is like a spiritual successor to the Zelda CDI games. Hell yeah! With some of the original uh, developers from Zelda CDI, I believe, working on this. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, and uh, you're wrong, but I, I believe I saw that going around yesterday. So, you know, just I, I, I absolutely adore stuff like that. So yeah, shout out to Arzette. Well,
0: I'm so excited sick. to see RZ, but it's so far away. Tim, if I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops. Where would I go?
1: The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the kind of funny games Daily Show host each and every weekday.
0: Yay! Yeah out today ladies and gentlemen you won't believe it there's new wild hearts content uh it's got a new uh, thrust the land there's wild hearts content if you like wild hearts there's more to play go play it uh then if you like humanity 1.07 update is out as well it gives players more tools for the stage creator meanwhile for games you got gravity rush no no gravity circuit you got operation wolf returns you got Tohu New World, you got Dead Man's Diary. You got Mani, no, Manic mach- Manic Mechanics. Can't read. You got Ed Zero Zombie Uprising. You got a lot of games. Football Cup Twenty Twenty Three, Altair Marie Remake, Discronia. That's a VR game, if I remember correctly. You got stuff out there. Naraka Blade Point. Yet another Zombie Survivors. Car Detailing Simulator testament the order of the high human oh man you're swimming in things to play big day today big day uh, in terms of new days for you gearbox publishing and brazil based developer rogue snail are inviting players to gear up for a limited time closed beta of relic Hunter's Legend, an upcoming top-down looter shooter for PC and available via Steam. Uh, You can sign up right now and then get ready to access it on Thursday, July 20th, ending Monday, July 24th. Uh, DC Dark Legion, that's DC Comics, an action-packed strategy game, is coming to Android and iOS in 2024. Maquette will be launching on Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, Windows Games, and Xbox Game Pass July 19th. Hmm. Uh, Lifeless Moon Blasts Off, august 10th on pc console editions are coming q1 2024 hyper meteor uh comes to switch and steam on july 27th deals of the day for you vgc says the elder scrolls online and murder by numbers will be free to claim on epics pc marketplace from july 20th through the 27th so get over there and click on that if you want it tim we asked people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games and youtube.com slash kind of funny games to tell us what we got wrong when we got it wrong so we can make sure we correct it for people watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and podcast services around the globe Ugh, so many people are writing in it's all about fucking batteries oh my god I'll
1: look at the battery stuff later see
0: jorg says i oh, want this one when leaving a battery plugged in you'll see slightly faster battery degradation but it will be pretty minimal Batteries are pretty smart now. Uh, That was more of an issue with nickel-based batteries, less of an issue with lithium-ion batteries. Consoles and handhelds are smart enough to not constantly pump juice into the battery. There you go.
3: Pump the juice.
0: Pump Pump that juice. I'm wheezing the juice. I'm pumping the juice. Uh, Oh, here we go. Uh, Jeez. Adam Brown. Writes it it says from yesterday, you're right. Greg did see a kind of funny best friend last weekend at Train Town. It's me, the guy you did not hit with your car. Solid road focus from you. Props to Jen for spotting an obvious BF. See you at the carousel, which I assume Ben will own one day. Oh, he owns it now, man. He loves being over there. Love that. Uh, Killian says the carbon engine is limited runs real internal tool uh, used to port classic games to modern platforms. One of the leads on the tech is a uh, modern vintage gamer slash MVG. That's cool. Nice. All
1: right, I take back my, my shade.
0: You okay? Yeah. Uh, we're good. Fuck yeah, we are. Ladies and gentlemen, that's another episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily in the Books. Believe it or not, I do have a squad up though, and I read I went past it. So we're gonna read from Lowell Losers DC, who needs cross platform help on Street Fighter Six. Hey, kind of funny crew and listeners, two quick points. I'm still looking for people to help me step my game up in Street Fighter. I've moved to PSN, but Sony thinks uh, you're all too soft to be called losers. So my new username is Rage Quits Lame. I'm plat too and constantly trying to move up. So come get good with me. Also, my wife refused to have sex with me during Kind of Funny Games Daily podcast purely because of the has anyone banged to Kind of Funny Games Daily question uh, from, a few weeks, uh, from a few days ago. So thanks for that. Hmm. If you want to play Street Fighter... Six on PlayStation. Hit up Rage Quits Are Lame and you do that. Tim, hmm. this has been kind of funny games, Dave. It has. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms we run youth the nerdy video game news you need know about if you like that be part of the show kind of funny.com slash kfgd uh, if you really like that go to patreon.com slash kind of funny where of course you can support us and get each and every episode ad free as a video and an mp3 plus you get to watch us record PSI love you xoxo this afternoon live and ad free of course you'd also get a bevy of bonuses like the hilarious new episode of kind of feudy all about thanksgiving food kind of you know how that show goes um If you don't have any bucks toss our way, no big deal. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Podcast services around the globe. We love you. We appreciate you. And, of course, guess what's going to happen? Right now, the show isn't over-over. We'll do the handshake, but then Mike's going to pop up, and we're going to do the old post show where we talk through the super chats on YouTube. Then if you're watching live, of course, you can catch the Jabroni Boys playing some games. What are they playing? Mike will tell us about it in a second. It'll be a great time. Uh, Of course, you have one more day in the week. Friday, tomorrow. We'll be back. It'll be IGN.com's Stella Chung hosting alongside me. Greg Miller. But until then, it's been our place. Wait, hold on. Before that, th- there, there was one housekeeping
1: that didn't make it here. Tomorrow, the stream. We're doing some fun stuff, Greg. Okay. Founders, me, you, Nick. No, on a stream? Oh, yeah, dude. We're streaming. We're going head to head to head to see who can get the highest and only up. We're going to be hanging out like all day. Okay. Uh, like, yeah. So we're after games daily. Like, like we're as long as motherfuckers want it. Um, starting at 1130. We're playing a little EXO Primal. Yeah, yeah it's going to be fun, man. All right, cool. So, well,
0: there we'll you go. Founder stream tomorrow. That'll be fun on slash YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Here comes my, and Roger, Mike and hey. Roger. Whoa. What up
2: everybody? It's your guy, Snowbike Mike, back again for a fun super chat after your kind of funny games daily. And I thought, you know what? Let's make it fun. Yeah. Let's get my guy Roger in here. Cause we're in the lab and we can do fun things like that. Yeah, you know what can. I mean, Roger? So let's read off some questions. Of course, this is your time to get involved and go a little bit deeper into today's news stories or ask just random questions. Like, Hey, can I have sex with my wife while we're listening <laughs> to the kind of funny podcast? Of course you can jabroni. Okay. Put on some genuine Now, Roger, of course we encourage each and every one of the best friends watching on Super Chat Over on YouTube, the Super Chat If they're watching on Twitch, they can resubscribe or hype chat Why don't you read off that first question right now from Embraer Games Sure
4: thing Greg, they just announced the 42nd hero cast member for Superman Legacy Your thoughts? Starting to worry with the direction this movie is headed
0: Do you mean they just did today? Or do you mean the fact that like yesterday, uh, Ho Hank is going to be uh, uh, in it?
4: I think that's what he is referencing, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Okay, right. Um, No, me and uh, Tim were talking about this. I'm not worried about it. I think it's great. I think, you know, one of the cool things comic books do, of course, is have crossovers and characters pop up all the time to to flesh out a universe. I want the DCU to be a comic book. And so as we were talking about it yesterday, right, like, I could totally be wrong. Obviously, I've been wrong many a times. My knee-jerk reaction to all this is that Metamorpho isn't going to be the big villain, and that guy gardner green lantern hawker all of them they're not going to be in the movie forever my thoughts would be that if you're trying to establish that this universe exists superman exists we're not getting the origin story yada 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 why not have it open with similar to what happened in the suicide squad right a whole bunch of people that weren't the actual suicide squad we're going to follow so have it be a fight that's going on right that's getting out of hand the Lantern, the green lantern can't do it hawk girls knocked down this is going on mr terrifics level two and then have you know, Superman come in, work with them, show their friends, do this thing, knock out no ho Hank, and then be like, all right, cool. Oh, brr, brr. Uh, it's Perry White calling back to the broom closet, adjust your tie. And that's all of 10, 15 minutes of the start of the movie, right? That's what I would think James Gunn is doing with these announcements. I think
1: you're right. I mean, it's James Gunn. So yeah. he's done it with Suicide Squad. He's done it with Guardians, even of like fleshing out the, the cast of the, the Ravagers, right? Where yeah. it's Like we, like not only did he introduce the word world to the, the Guardians, He did such a good job introducing the Cosmos to the MCU and all that. And I I feel like, yeah, you're, I think, spot on about how they're they're handling this. Is this the right call? I don't know. And I I think the bigger thing there is like, and we'll see what this movie ends up being. Um, But because right now, this is all reports from the trades. It's not necessarily like them putting out trailers and things like that. Of course, yeah. Um, But I do feel like it's a little weird that we're starting the DCU and it's like, so far it seems like james gunn is still playing with the toys that he gets to play with as a as opposed to the toys that he wants to play with um like see
0: i think you're going to keep going and you're going to get the announcement of who lex is yeah. and what's going on or brainiac or whatever yeah. it's going to be that's like okay clearly that'll be the threat that'll be the thing i'd hope so
3: Me uh, at one point he did respond there's a million different social platforms so i can't find it <laughs> uh and he did say like For him, you know, a good Superman story is about both sides of his life uh, and wanting to establish like the DC world already without having to tell a million different origin stories. So, realistically, to him, showcasing the superhero side of Clark Kent's uh, life, you are naturally going to run into a lot of different other heroes. So, um, I get that idea. I'm down for it. I fuck with it.
1: I trust.
2: I believe in James Gunn. Me
3: too.
2: Okay, let's go on to another question out there. Uh, El Capitan22 writes in and says, For Tim, heard what you said about the Final Fantasy 16 spoiler cast. I hope you do it. Well, we'll wait for Andy if you need. Maybe Britt from What's Good Games. That would also be great. I'm sure Nick would help volunteer and give Andy some extra motivation. Great. That's what we need, Nick <laughs> Scarpino come on anything uh yeah he, man I, I definitely i want to make it happen he did offer to play it tim just so you know he was like maybe we play final fantasy 16 mike and i said oh dude. no nick no <laughs> you already have plenty of games that we're currently yeah. playing right now yeah, you it's a little one. long
1: a little long i want to do spoiler cast for sure
2: <laughs> oh we got a lot of super oh chats gosh. coming in right now let's give a shout out uh franklin r thank you for the dollar super chat you're the thank best you so much. Give me uh, what Peter Martin's got. Sure. Peter
4: Martin says, can I get a shout out to my mom, Marlena Suarez, uh, for her 70th birthday today? We share the same birthday. She's glued to her phone with you guys playing in the background. uh, Sure you guys can get her attention.
1: Hell yeah. Hey, Marlene.
0: Happy birthday. It's us. From kind of funny games. I'm glad you're watching us. Why are we on in the background, though, Marlene? That's the big question. You know, you've been on this earth for 70 years, seven decades. How much bad content have you watched? You know what I mean? Dial it back 50 years ago. Yeah, hell, 60 years ago. You had three channels, maybe. You'd watch it, you would enjoy it, you would focus. But now we're on in the background, huh? That's how you want to treat us, huh?
1: Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Marley! Happy birthday.
2: That's awesome. That Jeff the be... Maverick writes in, says, Have you guys watched The Crowded Room? It's a psycho- psychological thriller starring Tom Holland. It's fantastic and would love to hear your thoughts. Tim, movie man, you no, watch this? I have not watched it. You're the first person I've heard say anything
1: positive about it. I've heard really, <laughs> yeah, really, really yes. negative, uh, yeah, negative things stuff. on it. But uh, it's good to hear someone liked it.
2: I hear you take Tom out the suit. He doesn't got the game like he should.
4: Oh, the Spider-Man.
2: He gets out the suit. He doesn't have the game on the screen like he should. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, I'm so far there, that's Tom.
1: that's been the case. I I don't think it's his what? fault. I think it's the project's fault. But yeah, I mean, every, someone correct me if I'm wrong. But every project Tom Holland's done that is not MCU has been. What was that
0: one where it was like the Bonnie and Clyde thing or whatever? I enjoyed that enough. He came from an abusive yeah, home. enough.
3: You know, I don't feel well, like I don't think but I'm... finding him the right project. Yeah. You know? He doesn't have Timothy Chalamet's agent, you know.
1: Sure, He could have been Wonka. (laughs) Could have been Wonka.
3: Oh, what? He was in Uncharted. Yeah. Come on, exactly our point.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that that goes against my point. Go for
4: it. DJ Kento writes in: "Uh, "Dream composer for the new Superman movie and its theme? Question mark? Mm.
0: Right or wrong?" And kick Hans Zimmer to the curb and let DJ Junkie XL just fucking rock. You know what I mean? You love that Wonder Woman theme I mean, now. I
1: legitimately do. Gang, gang, I gang, do. Gang, 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 um, gang. But uh, the answer is John Williams. And, I, and it's not going to happen. But it is the answer. And we all know that to be true. Sure. I do well, think that the James Gunn is going to try to make it happen.
4: DJ Kento did re- say, is it time to say goodbye to the John Williams Superman theme and Danny Elfman's Batman theme? Yeah, I'd well, yeah. Okay I mean, they, with sh- that. I, they
0: shouldn't be. I don't think they should be in the movie. No, that's the thing. Of course, like that is Christopher Reeve. That is eighty-nine Batman. And so to do that, I think is making a statement of it's that universe, it's that character, it's that thing. You know what I mean? Like it was low-hanging fruit to play it at the end of Justice League, right? Where it was just like let's remind you of why you care about this character. Like, we fucked it up really bad, mm-hmm. and now Joss Whedon is in here trying to fix this thing and make it make it remind you what it should be or what blah, blah. I was like, yeah, no, nah, that
1: was no good. I'd love a new John Williams score. I don't think that that's going to happen, but I think that'd be great. Um, the goat, my goat baby, Michael Giacchino, okay? Mm. I'd love him. Anything he does is gold. So He's out
4: here directing movies, though.
1: He is, which yeah. is exciting. What if Andy
0: did it with a little keyboard, yes? Has... I'd rather not. Okay. That's, that's
2: rude, Dan. <laughs> thought we were trying to help our friends. Up next, we have Foxy Steve Ooh. writing in and says, Just wanted to say congrats to Roger for your fitness journey. You're motivating me big time. Hell thank yeah. you so much. You look great, Roger.
4: Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Remember when I did yes. all that
2: Molly on Patreon and touched you? <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> you yeah, I do. Watch Kind of that. Beauty that. if you want to understand <laughs> the reference. <laughs> Brian Murphy writes in and says, Have you guys seen the Vitrix Pro BFG wireless controller? It's like Lego meets DualSense, a modular controller with tones of customization, with tons of customization.
4: Oh have you? I haven't been called
2: BFG. Uh, this is the PDP Vitrix Pro BFG controller. I believe Blessing received one of these. What? I have seen it in person. Yeah. Uh, Blessing was messing around with mm. it. Of course, if you watched earlier x I reviewed some products from this company with Vitrix and I was really impressed with what controllers they were putting out at the price point and how they were kind of competitive with the Xbox Elite controllers. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm into Vitrix. Blessing would be the to ask next time he's on the show about this and the build quality of being able to move it around.
0: I'm into Vitrix too. Vitrix and the sandwich in my
1: mouth.
2: Nailed it. Nailed it. I I don't know about this
1: one. I don't know guys looking at it, but I could be wrong. You've never been wrong one day in your life. You're right, Greg. Thank you.
4: Uh, JJ Miranda five, four, four says, Hey all, I just got a new steam deck with the summer Ooh. sale. I noticed my hands start to fall asleep after playing it for a little bit. I was wondering what's your optimal position for steam deck gaming. I will say I suffer from this all the time. I have to stop every maybe 20 minutes. Cause my hand is just are completely you, asleep.
0: Are you laying down or just sitting up?
4: um laying down mostly yeah but laying down i think I'm anything
0: sit- you'll lose the blood yeah. in your hands doing it that way but it's yeah. real
4: fast though it's real fast like that thing is just it's like the perfect heaviness of just like my my hand just can't deal with it after a while
3: yeah i usually play in bed but like sitting up in bed because yeah if i laid down too too much even with like a switch if i'm like laying down and playing mario kart for a while like you'll definitely lose the circulation in your hand so yeah sit
4: up. so mm. what's your best way wh- yeah so you guys all sit up i sit up yeah I,
0: yeah like i'm sitting in a chair or whatever
4: yeah, or you guys can dock it. That's what I do. I just use it as like kind of like a Series S type deal. I have it on my. I've been uh, having
3: problems with uh, docking, you know, as I usually oh. do. And so, uh, yeah, for whatever reason, the HDMI port for the official Steam Deck dock has been like really funky to get get it actually on the monitor that I have. Like the yeah. the weird third party one that I was using before the official dock came out works better than the official one, which has been yep. weird. Yeah. That's
4: exactly what I yeah I have a I have a unofficial setup and it it works flawlessly.
3: Yeah.
1: Unofficial setup.
4: <laughs> it's it's bootleg setup. I love that. Uh, DJ Kenta says sorry I missed it. I just woke up. Did y'all talk about how Bob Iger said that they're pulling back
1: on Star Wars and Marvel projects? No, Bob Iger could be saying a lot of shit, hasn't he?
0: Yeah, Bob Iger. When that started, I definitely thought we were going to the. Completely let them eat cake fucking comment he made about the strikes going on of are being unreasonable. Bob, you make whatever it is, $69 billion a day or a million dollars a day or some ridiculous stat like that where it's like, shut the fuck up and pay the people who make the content. We're all fucked, man. It's going to be bad.
1: It's going to be. But so guess what? Bad. We're still here.
0: So we'll be here all the time. So if it's your 70th birthday, Marjorie, or whatever the fuck, get over to patreon.com slash kind of funny and support us, all right? We're still making content while the wheels grind
1: to a halt in Hollywood. I just want everyone out there to prepare for the in-reviews that are going to happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's, yeah. it, it, they're not going
0: to see it for a while,
1: right? Because yeah. everything's going
0: to—and then it's gonna, we're going to hit this thing where it's like—
1: Let's go. Every I keep seeing people being like, oh, man, like, when are we going to get it? They keep just going back to old franchises. When are we going to get a new interview? It's like there's a lot of uh, new movies coming out this year. Guess what? There's not going to be many movies coming out next year. I, I was looking at the calendar, even for what's already announced. Like, this is even before things are getting bad for 2024. And I'm like, oof. Oh great. This is already looking. I'm looking at the dates for some of these movies and I'm like, okay, maybe we get that. That definitely is not happening. Maybe we get this. And then otherwise I'm like, all right, cool. So everyone that's been waiting for Alien for Spreader, guess what? It's probably happening next year. (laughs) Woo!
3: I do feel like the That's the
0: thing. Like I'm sorry to cut you off, Bear. That's the thing. It's great news for me, ladies and gentlemen, because what keeps me off of interview is having to go out and watch a movie at night. Like I gotta get home to my son, all right. Can't trust Jen alone with them. And so, like, mm, if it's I can it's, watch it's, it at home, I'm going to be watching it at home. She, I Barrett, if I leave them alone, she's going to teach them French, and then they can communicate without me understanding uh, it. I can't have I mean, that. I can't I'm have that.
3: that. <gasps> I get that. Um, I, I feel like the Bob Iger saying, like, pulling back on content feels like a weird, like, trying to get the public opinion against the strikes in a way of, like, oh, hey, we got to start pulling back because, you know, we're not going to have, like, the workforce for them and stuff. Uh, it feels shady as shit. Hundred percent. Don't trust CEOs like that. Really, any big corporate CEO like that.
0: But smaller CEOs you can trust.
2: Ah, uh, maybe. Like me, I <laughs> run a sticker shop now. He does. Oh. I'm a small business owner. Yeah. Virtually. Mm. <laughs> uh, also imaginary <laughs> <laughs> uh, dark doobie writes into greg doobie. wants to talk more superman greg who would be your perfect casting for lex in the superman movie also roger you're looking great my dude looking Thank great roger
0: uh i'm of course i'm pretty terrible at casting stuff like that right because i i i you know even though i had said oh man yeah the guy from hollywood he, i said that he should have been a superman i totally forgot about that and didn't think about it um so here, like what I saw a rumor about Daniel Craig, that could be super exciting. That could be super cool. Um, oh. I, it's a, you know, it's like there's, you know, there's rumors everywhere. We can start a rumor right now. Obviously, Roger, I know, I know, I know it wouldn't happen. But of course, I'd love to see Michael Rosenbaum, friend of the show, get back out there. Oh, you know what I mean? And he's friends with James. Like, I know he won't. And I know wait, it doesn't make any wait, sense. Wait, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa.
0: I think you nailed it, Craig. Rosie? Yeah. Get Rosenbaum back out there?
1: Yeah. The connection. Okay. You're,
0: but it's like, you know, then it, it's the same thing as always. Well, then it's like you confuse the universes and yada, yada, yada.
1: Clearly, they don't give a fuck. Blue Beetle.
0: What about it? They don't have am Willing in there. Nothing's happened.
1: I, I know, but like it's already I like know you know, a, a will-they-won't-they you know. they type thing. Ah, man, no. It's Rosie, baby.
0: Missing Link, triple uh, zero, says Michael Rosenbaum's podcast with James Gunn was so good. Yes, I, 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 I like Inside of You, period. Like, I listen to Michael Rosenbaum's podcast quite a bit on The Drive. Uh, but he did one with James Gunn that is very much like they are two friends hanging out, but now one of the friends is a studio head, and it is very much, they talk about this and go through some stuff. I also recommend, uh, hold on, almost there, uh, uh, shit, fuck, T-1000 from Peacemaker. His name is? The dad from Peacemaker. Oh, I don't know his name. <sighs> Rob, Bobby. It's gonna annoy Bobby me. Bobby something. It's annoy me. I know Robert. his name. It's Harris, right? Robert. Robert Patrick. No, that's why I was hung up, because the Neil Patrick really? Harris bit. Robert, Robert Patrick. His episode of Inside of You, I also thought was fantastic. Yeah he talks to his mom every day.
1: Good for him. That's awesome.
2: Why not Jesse Eisenberg? I thought he was. Week, so. <laughs>
1: Again, right, you confuse the universes, you know? <laughs>
2: Jesse Eisenberg, they
0: didn't let Cook long enough. He mm-hmm. got there in the end, right? I th- why don't we start a little squad? I remember when Joe Manganiello showed up. He was going to be Deathstroke. He was on a boat. He got
2: there in the end? He got there in the end? Yeah, he shaved his head. He got down a boat. He said, Joe Manganiello, go kill that guy. It's <laughs> <was> pretty dope. <laughs> Shit was lit. It was going to be a good time. Yeah um joshua d writes in and says i have yet to meet anyone that can beat me in mario kart 8 seriously i go hard what are my chances of challenging barrett to a face-off damn that's big words right there joshua name name any day of the week we'll go head to head let's make some content out of it and let's make like a mini trophy yeah, we'll what's send what? to people if they beat Barrett? Okay.
0: I don't, uh, I can't, oh yeah, there it is. Uh, Joshua uh Sack, what are you doing right now? You know what I mean? What, we got a streaming <laughs> setup in there? what are you doing right now?
2: I could turn Barrett'll it right Barrett will go now. over
0: there, Barrett will whip your ass and then turn it back <laughs> over mean, to Raj I and Mike. I do have
3: a meeting right after this and then I have to run a PS I love you right after that and then uh, you know, Barrett, any day of the week. Barrett, just like do,
0: in the hit movie day. Superman 2, this yep. is a minute stake. You don't have to, is this isn't going is to tax Shit. you. You know what I mean? Your meeting's with Tim. Mm. Tim is Barrett doing a good job. Great job. There you go. The meeting's closed. Now go kick this kid's ass. <laughs> all right.
2: Woo! Let's fuck this kid up. You Bear. are gonna die today, Joshua sack! This shit turned fast on Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> Roger
0: give me my chain and tire iron. I'm ready. <laughs>
4: uh, we have a question from uh, Franklin Risner. Uh, my message didn't go through. I watched. Uh, I watch daily and have heard. Have have. Sorry, have heard any word on uh, WrestleQuest? Have you seen it? Are you as hyped as me?
0: Yes, 100%. Uh, I'm very hyped for WrestleQuest. If you go back to uh, reporting from SGF, not this year, but last year uh, I got to play it in 2022 and came back very impressed, super excited for this turn-based wrestling game uh, You know, in a fictional world. It's got a bunch of classic wrestlers in it, of course, like uh, what uh, uh, Macho Man is in there, rest in peace. You got uh, DDP. Look at Barrett, all set to go already. Oh, you yeah. got uh, 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 Jeff Jarrett, right? No, it's Jake the Snake. I'm probably speaking out of turn on who's in it, but I've seen the names. There's classic people in it. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I can't wait. It's uh, August, right? August, yeah. Very excited for it.
1: It so, looks so awesome. Little turn-based RPG wrestling game. What it's it? kind of like, the like that is like a dream type game. 100%. You know? Yeah, like, I hope, I, and
0: I, it's, it falls in that category, how I talked about the last indie. I really liked, not oxen free, but the other one. Fuck, I don't remember, but on one of the shows recently, I reviewed a game that was an indie, and I was like, it actually delivered on what the concept was into a full-blown game. Where it didn't, it didn't lose the luster. It didn't do anything, yeah. uh, and I'm hoping that'll be the case here. Because yeah, my I played a demo of it. And I was like, "This is great," but I hope it is compelling enough to drag, to drag me. I shouldn't say, but take me all the way through it.
2: We have two in-review questions coming up for you, Fantastic. Tim Gettys. Black Keso writes in and says, Hey, Tim, what's the chances of an Insidious review? And Woo! then DJ Kento over on Twitch says, If y'all are digging in the bottom of a barrel and need to review something, <laughs> review Shaq Steel. I demand it to be there. Uh,
1: Insidious, I would say, is on the lower side. Um, yeah. There's so many factors at play, but like, is it leading into a new movie, and we just missed that with Insidious, yeah, yeah. is there a general interest in that new movie at all as a thing? Is there enough people at Kind of Funny that are able to commit to doing it and want to do it and be motivated and bring the heat? And I feel like yeah. some of that gets hard, especially with the horror movies where we want Greg Miller for the amount of times that we started a horror movie and then Greg goes and gets Jen pregnant or Greg goes and does other Greg stuff. Get um, other people pregnant. You, all the, everyone's pregnant. You know what I mean? <laughs> so then it's like... With oh, laughter. Shit. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, it gets hard, everybody. It gets hard. But like Greg in your mind cheeks. Let me yeah. in your mind cheeks.
0: Let me get you um, pregnant
1: with fun. But I will say, Greg, if you like that type of movie, horror movies in general or I whatever, do. I do. there is a horror movie coming out later this year. That may or may not be the 10th installment in that franchise.
0: <gasps> Are you talking about another <laughs> installment of
1: The Nun from The Cuckoo? Well, we are doing that for sure. Ah, oh, fuck! I for thought sure. I, was, I thought you for helped sure. me out. It's Halloween. It must be Saw. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: Oh, Saw.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's all I'm gonna say. I don't like that. I don't like the torture porn horn. Yeah, I like there to be a good ghost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Spooky. This is you. I'm still saying uh, we got it. We should put Casper into Ghostbusters in review just for the hell of
1: it. I movie. mean, I'm with you. Hey, oh. y'all. Want to know something hilarious? I was looking back at it in review numbers and. Um, I don't know if this is explicitly true, but I think it, it it might be. Balls of Fury has more views than any of the Mortal Kombat in Mortal Kombat nice. in review. So, so, Fuck yeah. yeah. Uh,
4: uh, we have a question from MCAP uh, 33. Do you guys ever follow Evercade stuff? They announced an $80 Capcom and Tato handhelds uh, that can play all of their earlier carts. As a retro gamer, I'm psyched. And also shout out to Miss Homie Suarez. My homie.
2: My homie Suarez. Miss happy Suarez. birthday, Miss Morris. That was the lady that we said happy birthday. To. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. That gotcha. was the homie.
1: Mm-hmm. She's seventy. Yeah, Evercade's dope. They're one of the the many out there that just do great retro consoles that you can play with the cartridges and all that, and it's very cool stuff. Their handhelds are dope too. Awesome. Um,
4: you
2: go? Gary the Third writes in and says, "YouTuber Nando V Movies said that Leslie Odom Jr." for lex yeah like oh that. okay. yeah that's
0: a, a, a rumor or that's just what they're saying
4: no that's just like they're fan casting mm-hmm. he'd be fucking awesome that'd yeah, be great that'd be perfect
2: i like that and then finish it we're gonna finish off today's super chat segment with this final question thank you all so much for bringing the energy and the fun conversations to bring up with our two incredible show hosts after this myself and roger are gonna be playing some games here in the lab we gave nick the day off so guess what we're going to have some fun. Oh, yeah. We're going to get weird. We're going to play Battle Bit Remastered with drops enabled. And then we're going to test our friendship in Bread and Fred, an ultimate climbing game. But guess what? You don't have to go anywhere. If you're watching on YouTube, we're not going to cut. We're going to keep this video live. And if you're watching on Twitch, I you the deal. don't go anywhere. Final question of the day.
4: Oh, It's from Joshua Dulcec. If I can't today, how do I follow up? I'm oh!
0: oh. oh I'm ready. ready. No, no, I got no, ready. no. no buddy oh, I, I have my totally fucking switch
3: yeah. here no no, I got ready. no
0: no no you don't challenge people to a fight oh actually I can't pencil you in right now you either do this nah, or you're you labeled now. a chicken oh, really? for the rest of your fucking buck, life
1: mother kind of fucking money.
0: <laughs> wow. That's crazy.
2: That's you crazy. did this
3: Joshua you did it to yourself Tim and I moved our 20 minute uh meeting into a one second meeting on the show live for you Josh for you <laughs> Joshua. can't find
0: anybody to play? Well, I can't play. Why would I be why would I talk shit and then be able
2: to follow it up? Oh my
1: God. God damn
4: it. And you gave Joshua, us one ninety nine to say that, today. you
2: coward. <laughs> with that, that will end today's Kind of Funny Games Daily and Super Chat segment. So with that, goodbye, gamers.